Great time you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this man back. He is now a pre- presidential candidate, Republican uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek, how are you? Good to see you. It's good to see you, Joe. How are you? I'm doing very well. Sad day for America. And I love your backbone that you came out immediately and said, I want to be Donald Trump. I want to be the next president, but I am not okay with this. Fill me in. Yeah, look, I am running against Donald Trump in this race, but that doesn't change the first principles of this, which is that this is a politicized persecution in the guise of a prosecution. And I've also pointed out some additional facts, Joe, that other people I think have missed here, which is this state prosecutor is actually using a federal campaign finance violation. That's likely what the other crime is as an as the actual crime he's charging, but is using state law as the pretext to do it. So that I think. It really creates some deep-seated issues where you have a state court system and a state-level prosecutor that's not even either competent or have the authority to charge a federal law. But the only way they can charge the state crime, which otherwise would have expired on statute of limitations and would have been capped out at a misdemeanor, is to use this contorted linkage to the federal law. What does that tell you? tells you they're going to great lengths to deliver – get this on a campaign promise. Alvin Bragg pledged to – investigate Donald Trump. Now he's delivering on a campaign promise. That's not the carriage of justice. And I don't care if you're on the left or the right, or if you're running against Donald Trump like I am or not. This is not the country we want to live in where the party in power uses police force to arrest its political opponents. That's not right. That is not the America I learned to pledge allegiance to as a kid. And yes, I'm running to be the next president. But more importantly, we have to preserve the very principles of the country that we're even running to safeguard. And that's why I've been so vocal on this is those of us running against Trump, including Biden, by the way, have the opportunity to really – I think speak with moral authority here to say that principles come up with politics. Well, sadly, you're the only one that is, and I'm glad that you are for sure. And you're right. The federal case is, is there's no federal case. The FEC looked into this, said there's nothing here, can't do anything about it. So how he's making that connection doesn't make any sense. But as a candidate, does it give you pause knowing they'll stop at nothing to win, Vivek? It does give me great pause as an American citizen, not just as a candidate, gives me pause as a citizen who learned to believe in the principles of one country, the real America, and finds myself living in a country that's behaving more like a banana republic. At the same time, Joe, part of why I'm in this race is that I want to go beyond just spotting the problems. We've done that. Donald Trump was helpful in exposing the rot of the administrative police state in this country. But now we need to actually fix the problem. And I have laid out a clear plan, clear agenda of how to do that. When you have toxic administrative bureaucracies at the federal level, including the FBI, you can't just reform them top down. You have to go even further than Trump went. We have to shut them down and create new apparatuses if needed from scratch built to take their place. That's something that no president, even Trump, has not yet gone the distance to do. But this cancer runs so deep that we need to move beyond just complaining about it, just identifying the problem. There's a role for grievance, yes, but we have to move from grievance to actual solutions. I've also said that I'm going to pardon any defendant who has been prosecuted in a politicized prosecution over the course of the last several years. Take a guy like Douglas Mackey. Okay, that guy's facing 10 years for making memes criticizing Hillary Clinton. That's wrong. Take a lot of the defendants on January 6th that peacefully protested, that did not commit crimes that otherwise would have been charged if they had been in any other circumstance and even were denied due process rights. This is something a U.S. president can do. These things are controversial. But I think we need a president who's 
willing to just go beyond just exposing the problem to go the distance, exercise the executive power the Constitution gives you to actually solve the problem. That is why I'm in this race, and that is why I want to go the distance, Joe. Find out more of Vivek2024.com, V-I-V-E-K2024.com. You have publicly said you would get rid of the FBI, and you would do something yes. different. Uh, a, the FBI is in the DOJ, which is weaponized, so again, that's going to get their, their gander up, and they're really going to focus on you now. But what would you replace it with? How do you do that? I think you have to build something from scratch to take its place that's bespoke and designed to actually defend the Constitution rather than viewing the Constitution and the law as an inconvenience. There's something about the culture of a bureaucracy, right? They still walk into the J. Edgar Hoover building at the FBI. That's still what it's called. This is still J. Edgar Hoover's FBI. And so even if you put a new person on top, you have these civil service protections that supposedly say you can't fire career staffers. That becomes part of the cancerous culture of the organization. They view elected officials as inconveniences that come and go. And I'll take a lesson from the private sector. I know I've had success in business. I've been a CEO. Let me tell you something, okay, about interpreting the Constitution from that lens. If somebody works for you and you can't fire them, that means they don't work for you. Wow. It means you work for them because you're responsible for what they do without having any authority over it. I refuse to be a president that works for that bureaucracy, yet that's the way they think about it. And so I believe Article 2 of the Constitution, and I think there's strong case law on this, empowers a U.S. president to actually shut down cancerous government agencies, to fire managerial bureaucrats and the legions of people under them. That is what I'll do, and that's why it's going to take an outsider. A professional career politician won't do that any more than they will even step up and actually speak openly about the Trump case. You notice even Republicans going into hiding, especially in the presidential race. Well, if they're not going to do that, they're certainly not going to rise to the occasion of taking on the administrative state. Like Donald Trump did in 2015, it takes an outsider to get that job done in the White House. And I think the GOP, the Republican Party, needs to become, when it comes to presidential elections, the party of the outsider. Let the Democrats be the party of the professional politician, the Joe Bidens of the world. We need to be the party of the outsider. And I'm an outsider with fresh legs that doesn't have any commitments. I'm not beholden to any any donor money or anything else. I put eight figures of my own money into this, and it's grassroots from there. That's what it's going to take to actually deliver meaningful gutting of the administrative state, or else you're just going to get more of the same. Vivek Ramaswamy, go to Vivek2024.com. He's a presidential candidate, Republican running in 2024. Um, As they're indicting Trump and having all this distraction go on, we're seeing Brazil making deals directly with Russia. They're dealing in rubles now. Russia and China are becoming very good friends. The dollar is not going to be king much longer. In fact, some are predicting in a couple of weeks, the the dollars that I have in the bank will be devalued massively. What... Most of the the Americans listening and watching Vivek have no clue this is going on. And this is really, really important. What do you do day one to start fixing that? Reassert diplomacy abroad. We've mixed it up. Where on one hand, we conflate diplomacy with troops. We should be the ones at the bleeding edge of actually using diplomacy as a way of exercising force, not actually sending military equipment to fight somebody else's war on somebody else's border. So I think that what we're seeing is it's a perversion under Biden. On one hand, we have a weak leader who doesn't command any global respect. And so other autocrats are stepping in to fill his void, Biden's void. On the other hand, trying to show strength by actually sending weapons to a country to defend somebody else's border while failing to defend our own. That's backwards. I think we need to get it right to actually use a president with a spine who's able to stand across the table from Xi Jinping on a given day. That is what we need in the White House. And unfortunately, it's costing us in real ways. Geopolitically, and as you put it, pretty soon economically, too. 
I think that there's real threats to the dollar becoming the stable reserve currency of the world. As U.S. president, one of my core focuses is abandoning this Federal Reserve that's actually playing God instead to go back to its core focus of stabilizing the U.S. dollar and then be a leader on the global stage who can actually backstop it. That's what we're missing. A lot of Republicans aren't up for that cause either. But let's be really honest. I think those of us in the America First movement, the Republican Party is just a vehicle for advancing our agenda. Yes. It's a hollowed out husk of what it, of what it's supposed to be. We're just using it as a vehicle. I'm being transparent about that. That's the way I'm using it. But I think it's going to be to drive this unapologetic, pro-America, dare I say, nationalist movement. That's what we need. Vivek 2024, I know that you're right up against the time clock here. You wrote a book called Woke Inc. What do you do to stop the, the woke infusion in schools, in entertainment, in sports, in everything in our pop culture? How do you stop woke from doing what it's doing? You need to mount a comprehensive response. There's no silver bullets. I've said, for example, in schools, it's the first thing you asked about. It's the right place to ask. I said I'm going to shut down the U.S. Department of Education. $83 billion a year flowing through that toxic agency that's being used to foist these radical race and gender ideologies yeah. on local schools as a condition for that funding. So that's an example of the kind of thing. But you want to know the formula to fight woke? Actually go after the managerial bureaucracy because wokeness flourishes when the bureaucracy festers. And so once you get rid of the bureaucrats, what they do is they blow woke smoke to deflect accountability from their own failings. Well, go after that bureaucracy. Fighting wokeness becomes a lot easier after you do that. And and I, I think that you, you've got a great mind to do that, whether you're the president or not the president. I know that you want to be. I think that you should be in the leading edge of doing all of what you just said because you have a fresh perspective, as you said, and you're not in the swamp. And I love that you're not taking money from anybody else either. Uh, Vivek, thanks a lot for coming back on. We wish you the very best. Come back very soon, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate it, Joe. Vivek2024.com. Join the movement. I appreciate it. Make it happen. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pag Show. Welcome, I appreciate you. Yes, I'm a Trump 2024 guy, but Vivek is a great American. I like his ideas. We've had him on a million times. We'll have him on even some more. Vivek 2024 is his website. And listen, the more the merrier. That's fine. I mean, Donald Trump faced what? Kerry, what was it? 17 in 2016? 17 competitors? Mm, so, man, it was huge. Something Remember, like that. Um, there were so many people they had at like, the big guy's <laughs> table and then the, the kid's table. That's right, yeah. We couldn't yeah. even see both debates. Yeah. We, we debate, had so many debate people. Junior, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and people were really mad. They're like real babies if they had to be on the little debate table um, and whether they could be. Incredulous, uh, uh, somebody in my chat room says it was 20. I don't think it was 20, but I feel cool. like it was 17 or 18, something like it that. Close, yeah. I don't know how many it's going to be this time. So who do we have that's a, that, that says they're going to run? Vivek is going to run. Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley is going to run. Uh, Did uh, Asa Hutchinson says he's running. Right. Um, Donald Trump is running. Mm-hmm. DeSantis hasn't. He hasn't, but everybody assumes right. that he's going to. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't, so I'm not going to put him in that camp until he says something about it. Um, um, you get the feeling that, um, what's his face, the former Secretary of State, Pompeo, that he's going to run, although he hasn't said he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he might. Um, he might. You figure more and more might start jumping in. I thought it was pretty lame, though, 
that um, that Asa Hutchison jumped in while all this Trump stuff was going on. I found it to be pretty lame. I'll be honest with you. Kind of weird timing, I guess. Right? It just was. He's like, "Oh, you've got to have somebody with virtue, and it's me." I'm like, "No, hmm. you're the guy that could have as governor. You could have signed the law that says no more mutilating kids, and you didn't." All right, you've got a story about uh, the Little Mermaid. I don't know that I ever saw the original Little Mermaid. What? To be honest with you, oh yeah. You I, although children? I've got daughter Sam, yeah. did did I ever watch that with you? No, right? No, I don't think so. What was the one with Cher singing? Was that not a mermaid movie? Was that from I The Little no Mermaid? Idea. It's in his kiss. Oh, that so. that song was in that movie. Oh, that was a, no, that, that was, was a the movie. movie called Mermaids. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's called Mermaids. <laughs> well, what do I? I don't freaking know, dude. Wow. So, okay, again, yeah. I don't watch. Generally speaking, I don't look for mermaid movies. But but the Little yeah. Mermaid. Uh, I mean, mermaids. Do they have a race? I don't know. Um. I I guess I would say no. Not really sure though. Well, what do you have here? Because Disney so woke as uh, they are. Yeah. They've got something here. What do you have? From Fox News, the composer for Disney's live-action Little Mermaid remake recently confirmed some of the classic songs written for the 1989 animated classic have had lyrical changes to promote consent. Composer Alan Minkin told Vanity Fair in a recent interview some of the original famous songs, including Kiss the Girl, have received updated lyrics so that it's clear to viewers that Prince Eric would never force himself on Ariel. Another song, Poor Unfortunate Soul, sung by classic Disney villain Ursula, has had its lyrics updated because some of the lines might make young girls somehow feel they shouldn't speak out of turn, Minkin said. The film starring African-American actress Haley Bailey as title character Ariel and comedian Melissa McCarthy as Ursula is set to hit theaters May 26th. Clarifying the changes before they could surprise longtime fans, Meekin said there are some lyric changes in Kiss the Girl and because people have gotten very sensitive about the idea that Prince Eric would in any way force himself on Ariel. The lyrics to the original tune's chorus read, Yes, you want her. Look at her. You know you do. Possibly she wants you too. There is one way to ask her. It don't take a word, not a single word. Go on and kiss the girl. Now, the composer then mentioned the changes to Ursula's most famous number, saying we have some revisions in Poor Unfortunate Souls regarding lines that might make young girls somehow feel they should not speak out of turn. And the original song, The Sea Witch Sings, the men up there don't like a lot of blabber. They think a girl who gossips is a bore. In a land, it's much preferred for ladies not to say a word. And after all, dear, what is idle babble for? Okay, let's talk about Kiss the Girl. Carrie, you were in high school. Maybe it's a hard, long time ago, but hard to remember, maybe. And I'm yeah, guessing at some point you had ago. a first kiss with a boy, I'm guessing. I did. Did the boy have to say, hello, Miss Carrie, may I please give you a kiss? <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Um, No, I did not go that Doesn't way. Doesn't it kind of work that you go in, and again, I didn't kiss a girl until I was 30, but yeah, right. Didn't it? didn't it just take you sort of going for it and then either she responds like okay this is gonna be yeah, cool come you on lean in right and she's leaning in too okay i guess we're gonna do this right and you kiss and if she's like hey whoa oh hey at that point you know not to exactly. you know what i mean yeah that's how it used to be how it worked so the lyric that you just read sounded like you like her you love her you want her you need her whatever you could find out if she likes you back kiss the girl mm, how is right. that not what happens normally I, I guess it's different. Is it different nowadays? I don't, I don't know. know. Where you have to ask. Um, you don't want to impose. You don't want to force yourself on anyone. Sam, you're young, where we are. and I don't want to embarrass you, but I'm going to. So do you have to stop, ask, and write a note? May I please kiss you? 
Um, well, I'm not that young. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> but you, I mean, I never really dated anyone where you have to ask permission, but there are a lot of people my age who kind of walk that line. And it's, to me, it's a little strange because if, if two people are into each other and it's clear and you're kind of like dating or going on dates, I mean, it's kind of like just like a known thing. It's human like nature, that, isn't you know, it? It's human nature. Yeah. But there are people who are very, very careful, which is, you know, I mean, that's okay for them, but I wouldn't do it. You had to change the whole freaking song, though? I mean, if you like her, you love her, you want her, you need her, uh, you could find out if she does too, kiss the girl. <laughs> and it's not like he punches her in the face and then, you know, gives her a kiss. He, I, I'm or guessing... even that he's forcing himself right. on her singing that song. So I'm not understanding what the problem was. I'm confused but... why we're here. Because at the same time, we've got the same people who are so up in arms about the original lyrics that want kids to go and get sex change operations well, or, you know, be mutilated or get puberty blockers. I'm confused why they think that they're the moral high ground on words and songs, yet all the other crap that goes on in our society. What were you going to say? And it's the same thing as uh, baby gets cold outside. Feeling like, uh, and this is the climate that we're in. We've got to change the lyrics to the song because this is somehow going to solve all the problems. Carrie, I can't believe that you're, you're supporting that song. It's so rapey. Well, it's what they I, say. Know, it's rapey. I know. How's it rapey? I know. I I don't know. I, I wasn't in that camp. It's the whole boy so. ver, boy boy and girl meet. <sighs> boy and girl like each other, and they play coy a little bit. Maybe have a drink and relax by the fire. I mean, what? There's nothing rapey about it. But they change the lyrics to say "your body, your choice." What? <laughs> Come on, dude. All right, <laughs> yep. let's do some popcorn. Up. I mean, honestly, I'm not. I didn't see the original Little Mermaid. I won't be seeing this one. Stupid. Hold on, what you got? So did you see that story I sent you about, um, I guess they call her TV personality, Sherry Shepard, and her talk show host, Sherry Shepard? I, I did see that. Who, who is she calling out? Jill Biden. What, what, did, what did Biden do? It's something about the NCAA women's, right? Right. So she was inviting both women's teams to the White House. That's stupid. Yes. And even like the, the winner um, from LSU, the, the main player, I can't remember her name. She she was bothered. Angel Reese, she got bothered by that. And she was saying she might not even go now. I mean, think about it. The only the first place team wins and they get to go. And Jill Biden, I think the suggestion was she was trying to kiss up to Iowa. Right. All right. Thanks, Polo. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.